Hello and welcome to the Brick Cave Blitz, the show where we are talking football. Uh, we are obviously in our second week of holiday g- recordings, um, with uh, Smith being off this week, myself having just come back from the good US of A. Um, we're still keeping trucking, we're still keeping going. This is back to our regular format at the moment, except, as I've already said, Smith is off. So I am your host, as usual, the unusual Greg, unusual underscore Greg on Twitter and Instagram. Joining me this week is one of the guys I call my best friend, <laughs> mostly to piss Smith off. Um, oh, Sam, go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody. Yeah, Sam, love it. I do the stat pages on the Instagram page, the new stat pages. I There you go. I, well, I make most of the stuff for the the social media now. I've been brought in to, mm. to try and take some of that off Smith. So yeah, hopefully I've got a tiny bit of knowledge. <laughs> hopefully you've got a tiny bit, um, which would actually be still more than both me and Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, Google's a wonderful thing, my friend. <laughs> Mate, I have seventeen tabs open right now. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you've been on a couple of episodes before. I know we were talking pre-show um, that. You've you, we had to scrap an entire yeah. episode, and you after that upgraded your mic setup. But oh. just go ahead and highlight again for us uh, who you support and how long you've been watching the NFL. Uh, so yeah, I've seemed like a glory hunter. I started watching. I I'm a Patriots fan, but I started watching in 2013. First game I watched was the 2013 Super Bowl when the Ravens beat the 49ers. There you go. Um, so I picked my team. It's quite funny because I picked my team and then I looked into their history. I picked them because England is in the name. I know, very mm-hmm. basic. And then I looked at the history and I was like, shit, they're coming off basically two back to back Super Bowl losses. Should I change my team? <laughs> and then obviously things went well and now back in the yeah. hole. But yeah. for another time. <laughs> well, that's, that's the funniest one was I, I watched a similar sort of game, but it was the 2012 where um, the Giants beat the the Patriots. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, For the second time. And then, yeah, exactly. And then so I watched that game and decided to become a Packers fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not doing too well for me this year. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> we both have arguments on why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but yes, we are doing the preview of week nine. Um, this, uh, the the review of week eight is coming up. We're waiting for Smith to come back off of holiday, and then we will record that. So yeah, um, week nine begins on Thursday night, most typically, um, as the Titans go to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Make sure I'm getting that the right way round. Yes, Titans. I am cool. I do know football sometimes. <laughs> um, this is going to be, um, in my opinion, quite a weird game because uh, yeah. Tannehill, we're expecting him to now be out. We're expecting the Titans to be playing Will Levis football. And uh, Kenny Pickett um, did go out in the previous week yes. um, with an injury and he is yet to be declared as fit to return. So we could see... Um, I was going to say I think he was declared to play I'm pretty sure he was declared to play very recently very very recently Yeah, I think it was something 
well, I say I don't think the team declared it. I think he's declared it. Okay. I think he okay, said, there you go. I'm, I'm ready to play on yeah. against Titans. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So this is quite, you know, fresh quarterbacks. You know, Kenny Pickett's only in, you know, still on his rookie contract. Um, but both teams have the potential to win this game. You know, Will Levis has come in off a very exciting game. DeAndre Hopkins and him had seemed to have something special last week. You've got great running at Tennessee, but also on the flip side, you've got quite uh, an explosive defense that can do some real damage um, to an uncertain QB coming into this. Um, a little bit about the defense and the offenses, Sam. Which one do you think is you know the ones to look out for uh, on either side of the ball? Uh, well, I mean... When you when you look at how the Titans played last week, it was it was completely different, wasn't it? Um, mm. They they looked um, with Le- Will Levis, like you said, with and DeAndre Hopkins playing. Yeah. They looked amazing. However, without taking too much away from the Falcons, they were playing the Falcons. Um, yeah. And the Falcons on the road. Was 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 they on the road? The Falcons. It, regardless, the Falcons not the best defensive team. Mm-hmm. The Steelers have had shown flashes of having a great defense. I don't think they've let in more than twenty points. Uh, I believe you're right. Against yeah, apart from against the Bengals, uh, no, I don't think no, they've not played the Bengals, have they? I don't think they've no. let in many points, have they? This. The most I can see they've let in was week six, and that was against the Ravens. So Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think they've let in many points. So it's going to be interesting. You're going to see whether Will can hang, <laughs> because he's, uh, yeah, he's he had a fantastic game. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, uh, I don't know... You sweet, like you said, you saw Kenny Pickett pick up an injury. If he's back, mm-hmm. is it going to be too soon? Especially when it's uh, a lower body injury. Play, exactly playing against uh, quite a heavy rush defense in the Titans' defense. Not that they've mm-hmm. been as successful, maybe as they have in the past. Um, I think, like you said, it's, it's going to be an interesting one because I think they're a bit of. Both of them are quite fluctuating teams, and especially now Tennessee have the new quarterback. Yeah, it should be exciting, definitely. Yeah, I'm really thinking. You know, there's there's implications to this move. I think it kind of, especially how well Levis played last week, kind of signals the end of Tannehill's career, at least as a starter, and also goes to show that Malik Willis will now be the backup um, and not, you know, in that kind of situation where we thought it was going to be at the start of the year where Levis was going to sit the year and if they decided to take Tannehill off, it was going to be Malik coming in. Um, so that's kind of cemented that. Um, but yeah, I say we, we, we kind of, I don't know about you if you saw, it almost seemed like every Titans offensive player gained about five yards on average. Um, Because everybody just seemed to be wanting to go as if like Tannehill was almost holding them back and now they've been released sort of thing. 
Yeah, I know. It was. They, they definitely looked like a different set of players. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> I don't, don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but maybe they they probably had a lot more faith in Lev- Levis, or mm. then maybe they'll like Mayo in the coffee. Just yeah. decided to perform for Will. Yeah, I I don't know. It just they did seem like a bunch of different players. I mean, after these first seven games, could you imagine DeAndre Hopkins reeling in balls like he was reeling in? Well, this is it. This is it. I mean, in like whenever I was speaking to anybody about Hopkins going to the Titans. Everybody said, well, we don't know why he's gone there. Tannehill's not exactly the most fantastic quarterback. He's not going to be able to get the ball to DeAndre as much as possible. And we had seen that. He was very muted over eight weeks. Tannehill's out. Levis comes in. He scores three touchdowns on the day. So it's kind of like, well, if you had that in the bag all this while, why have you waited till you know, week nine to release him? Uh, sorry, week eight to release him. He's only three touchdowns of the season as well. That's, that's, yeah. that's the crazy part of it as well. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't think he only received the ball four times. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, as I say, if that Titans offense can play like it did last week um, against the Falcons, I think it could be a very... Um, it could be a very big margin uh, in a win for the Titans. But again, there are elements to that. Is it, you know, was it a little bit of a fluke? Was it because it's against the Falcons sort of thing? There's all these kind of elements to it. Um, but I do think that the, the Steelers' defense will be a big test for the Titans. Um, talking a little bit about the Steelers' offense, um, Najee Harris, I don't know. I'm never sure about where he can actually go. Uh, what his ceiling is like? You got any insight on that? He's yeah. He's, he seems to have weeks where he's he looks like he could be um, great, and then he looks like he could be maybe this is the best, not the best he's going to be, but he's not going to get as high as people probably predicted him to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's he's still young, and he's this is only his third season as a running back. And I, d- I don't think he started his first, did he? It I is, mean, it is, but it also just feels. The like... thing is, is he, I think he's a, he's one touchdown this year. He's he's he's, he's, he's getting the ball quite yeah. a bit. He didn't get it a lot last week, did he? Against the Jaguars, I think, and he, he didn't get many yards. But no. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be. He shouldn't be a running back one at the minute, in my opinion. I don't think he makes. It, too bad of a backup, but no. I mean, last game he had seven carries for thirteen yards. So that's not that's you need. You, I mean, if you're getting seven carries, yeah. you need to be getting I, I, more yeah, than I don't think thirty yards. Average carry is too big, is it? So I would, um, I would say he might be a reliable no. backup. I wouldn't, but yeah, again, all of a sudden he could become a flash out of a pan. Look at. Look up with what's his face at Dolphins. Yeah. Most. Yeah. Most, uh, it's. But mm-hmm. yeah, for now I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I can't see them relying too much on the running game, especially yeah, if Pickett's back. True enough. True enough. Um, it's not a prediction. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's not a prediction game, but if you had to predict a winner, would you would you agree with me with the Titans? Uh, yeah, I, I would go for the exciting idea that the Titans win with the rookie quarterback. Anything to stop Ryan Tannehill yeah. getting back on the pitch. <laughs> not that I hate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just played. For, you, you can hate him. He if just you want. played for the Dolphins, and I'm a Patriots fan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the awkward part is we're now going to move on to our Frankfurt game. Yes, the first of the two Germany games. Um, talking about the Dolphins as they technically travel to the Chiefs in Germany. Um, so, you know, talking about one team you hate. Um, <laughs> I, I hate <laughs> Well, that's fair enough. I can't blame you for that. Um, as a bitter person, you are. Um, <laughs> and that's why we're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the sweet to your sour. <laughs> um, so these are two very exciting teams uh, coming in, both with the same record of six and two. Um, Miami with that really incredible offense, and the Chiefs finding their way to win in a lot of their games where they technically shouldn't. Um, Coming off of a bit of a bad week against a division rival, but then there's illnesses and whatnot that potentially went into play in that game. Um, where do you see this game going? Because in my head, it's going to be a case of the Chiefs' defence doing everything possible to slow down the Miami offence yeah, and then hoping they can kind of get the big balls to like MVS or Kelsey. Oh, yeah, I mean... I agree that the thing with the Dolphins' defense, and we saw it against the Patriots, is they have so many weapons. You mm-hmm. like you, every single every single play we put du- double coverage on Hill. There was another person wide open downfield. It's yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what Mike McDaniel's has done, their offense is, and the thing is, is the plays and they're never overly technical, right? They just yeah. They're so good at what they do. They know what they do, and it helps that every single player seems to have a top speed of ninety kilometers per hour. But <laughs> the, def- the, the defense, the de- Chiefs' defense, is going to have the work cut out. If there's a team that yeah. could probably nullify Miami, bar the Bills, um, it'd probably be the Chiefs, just because yeah, yeah the, the defense is stacked. Um, yeah, I mean, when I'm thinking, obviously, you, you've hit the nail on the head. They've got so many weapons. You know, they've got uh, Hill, they've got Waddle, they've got Boaster, they've got, you know, whoever else you want to bring up. Legereus Sneed is probably their best in the secondary. How the hell do you get him everywhere that he needs to be? I just don't know that there's enough in that secondary that can actually stop this so who would you have Legereus need on would it be would it be Hill I think that's the typical choice um, mm. but then again you, like it's so tough in it if, if you were if you were a defensive coordinator coming in and looking at this how the Dolphins are playing yeah you would say Tyree Kill all day every day mm-hmm. but there were Tyree Kills yeah. covered you've got Waddle and yeah. then you think yeah. well, Sneed should be watching Waddle and let to to yeah. I think if you if you go one on one, I think your best bet is to double coverage Hill as much as you possibly can. 
and then okay. maybe have Sneed one on one with Waddle. I'd yeah. say, yeah, oh, oh, I think he's your best one on one secondary, isn't he? You're going to have him either on Hill or Waddle one on one, and if you plan yeah. double coverage, get him on the person who you're not doing double coverage on because, yeah, Jesus Christ, scary team. Very scary team. And I'd say, like, there's just, there's no end to their, you know, their their weapon list. Even if you go down from, like, Waddle Hill, Durham Smythe had a good game last week. Uh, you know, Chase Claypool came in after that trade, um, and he has a reception for 15 yards. So it's not like we can ignore people that we think are, like, throwaway guys at this point. So it just goes to show that if you... You know, whoever you think you need to double team or anything like that, they'll have the ability to get somebody else open. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's crazily impressive about this offense is how well they get um, they can get people open. Is um, yeah, and and this is this what this is what in the opposite camp to to the to talk about Steelers is because they're. Running back is so good. You just you don't yeah. know, like it, it allows passes passing plays that they play to be so open, because if they're playing a play fake or a run pass option, that you know that the run play is good enough for them to trust it as well. So you, they draw people yeah. in so so well. It's they've done so good, and like it, obviously, Tyree Kill is an absolute weapon, and he always has been. He's yeah, but. When you're reading through this list, you're not reading through this list, and you're not going, "Oh, Jalen Waddle, he's been amazing for his whole career." The the way they've turned these people around into looking as good as they have, it's it's crazy. I mean, yeah, they've been fantastic, and I hate definitely, I hate, to, I hate to say it, but <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, Waddle is in his third season, and he's already looking mm-hmm. like he's thirty, been doing this for eight years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's mental. Yeah. It's definitely mental. Definitely mental. Okay. Um so this is our first prediction game of the week. Um Smith has already declared his predictions and we have them in front of us. So for this game he has gone for the Chiefs. Um Do you want to predict first or should I predict first? Uh Go on, I'll let you predict first okay um i'm gonna go with your least favorite team i am gonna go with the dolphins i I mean (laughs) i think i think i might have to agree that i think i'm gonna have to go with the dolphins as well they're looking at how they like to play i mean even on defense yeah it's gonna be it's going to be a tough one. I say I, I think I agree with what you said earlier. If there is a team that can shut the Dolphins down, I would believe that the Chiefs have the possibility to do it because they can just they they find a way to win games, and that's one of the, the the hallmarks of a great team is they find a way to beat other great teams. I mean, we could be looking but at the championship think, game here. To be honest, yes, we, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Um, but as I say, I think 
there's just too much for the Dolphins to stop. Yeah, I mean, the, the momentum they have is absolutely crazy. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I know Chiefs might have their little comeback hats on, but they, they've, they've got a long way to travel. And Definitely. Mahomes is still getting over an illness, and I don't think Taylor Swift's going to be there, and, you know, they get most of the power from that, so... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the... I'll stick with the Dolphins, I agree there. So, yeah, we're going Dolphins, Dolphins, and Smith has gone uh, for the Chiefs. Um, Okay, we're going to move on to our next game. Uh, This is at Atlanta, um, and the Vikings are travelling after they won against another team. I don't want to talk about it just yet. Um, <laughs> so yes, the the Falcons, as we've already talked about, um, in their game against the Titans and Minnesota. So both of their QBs are injured at the moment, potentially not going to start. So we're talking about Kirk, who is out for the season with an Achilles injury, and Desmond Ridder. I believe it's something to do with a thumb. Uh, I cannot for remember at the moment though. Um, is he? Is Desmond Rid? Rid he's not IR though, is he? No, I, I think he's just, just questionable. Because oh, okay. it's 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 one of those. I think it was something to do with like a bruised um, muscle connected to his throwing hand or something along that lines. Um, so it's making it difficult to throw. But yeah, I think it's something to do with that. But he's not on IR. He is questionable. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, because the... Oh, I've just, yeah, I've just checked now. They have uh, Heineke as the starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Heineke, who I actually thought was a really good, um, you know, quarterback for Washington. Um, I thought he, he should have been there for a bit longer. Um, but he's now playing backup for the, the Falcons. Um, how do you see him fitting in? Um, you know, with the likes of Carl Pitts, Drake London, he's now obviously got Bijan and now Shayu there. Sorry, just to, to circle back, did, was he dropped by mm-hmm. Washington or, or or I think he was dropped. I think right. he was dropped. Yeah, maybe it was a bit too soon for him. Um <clears throat> But I mean he has a he, he has a good team, he has a good good set of people he can throw to. Mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson is hitting the ground running. Looks unbelievable. They have a decent offensive line. Should give him enough time to make decisions. Yeah. Maybe not the best, but... <clears throat> and they're playing... They're at home, so... Falcons get that extra energy when they're at home. Over when yeah. they're away. I, I think he'll get the job done. He, was, he wasn't the best quarterback I've ever seen at Washington, but he's reliable. That's that's what I mean, you know. He wasn't exactly exciting. He's not a a Tua or you know an Aaron Rodgers sort of thing, but he was definitely one of those that I would have said, "You're probably better than Tannehill," which is enough to be a starting quarterback in this league. <laughs> that's the floor, is it? Should, like, <laughs> that's... should it be Jimmy G now? That should be. The well, floor. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's a bit. Um... I think they can rely on him. The the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Four and four. I don't think they, they they're exactly a 
expecting to have the best season they've ever had, but no. I can't imagine he will be the failing point. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Then moving on to uh, talk about a little bit about the Vikings. So uh, we have Jaron Hall uh, under centre, and I believe he was like a fifth rounder. Yeah, he was. Um, he was a late pickup. He he finished the last game, didn't he? He. Yeah, yeah. He came in after the injury. Went three or four for twenty-three yards. So one hundred sixty-fourth overall. One hundred sixty-fourth overall. There you go. Um, you know, talking about the weapons on that Viking offense, you got Madison struggling, Cam Akers struggling, but did get a touchdown. Um, then you have on the receiving core. KJ Osborne had a cracking yeah. game. Hawkinson had another good game, and Addison had a fantastic game as well. Um, I, yeah, I, it's it's one of those. It's like, is it Kirk Cousins? <laughs> like Hawkinson, yeah, he had a great game. He did have a great game, but yeah, Kirk Cousins is quietly was having an MVP level season up until this injury. Like, I guess we'll see. How good? Obviously, we've yeah. got, got Jefferson in IR, and we all know how good he is. Mm. And like you said, um, Hawkinson has had a great. Yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah, I think he's a fantastic tight end. To be fair to him, yeah. I don't want to. I'm not saying in the sense that I, I think they're all crap and it's all Kirk Cousins. <laughs> it's just. He's, he's, my he's, mind was just on you saying Kirk Cousins have an MVP season yeah. when the Vikings are four and four at the I moment. Know, but you know, he, he's been. Do you not think he's been unbelievable? I, I they fought, No, God no. They're four and four, but Jesus Christ, he's been. Absolutely he's he's blind. been. He's been. Oh, my my bedtime. <laughs> um, don't don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a crap quarterback by any measurement. I think he came in at the right time with the Vikings and had got a good amount of weapons around him. And he can highlight and elevate certain players. But in the league where you've got Tua, you've got Patrick Mahomes, you've got Jalen Hurts. I mean, hell, on his best day, Josh Allen can look like an absolute blinder, but he has inconsistencies. I just don't see Kirk Cousins in that MVP candidacy. Right, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Okay, go on, tell me Since something. 2019, there's only two quarterbacks who've had a higher quarterback rating than Kirk Cousins. Uh-huh. He was projected to go over 5,000 yards this season. I, his, I, his again, rating I'm is not disagreeing with rated. you he's 100 I understand he's not exciting he's, the, he's no. so unexciting he's unlike he's he's a plain guy no offence he probably enjoys being yeah. called a plain guy to be fair to him and very much so, I just yeah. don't think the record shows how well Kirk Cousins was playing I, I, this this is this is where I, I'm completely agreeing with you as fantastic numbers but my point is the people around him are making Kirk Cousins look good. You take away those guys, he's a crap quarterback in the, in that kind of setup. My 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 always go to is 
everybody said Patrick Mahomes was nothing without Tyreek Hill. And then Patrick Mahomes lit up the league with the likes of Valdez Scantling, with the likes of Michael Hardman, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, all that kind of, you know, and, and obviously Kelsey. Um, but he never had like that dedicated, you are my wide receiver one without Hill. And he still won the Super Bowl with him. But then you have the likes of Jefferson, um, Hawkinson, with with Kirk Cousins, I reckon you take all those guys away, and he would not be able to find a pass to to save his life. <laughs> I mean, he's not. I'm just gonna say he's not. You know, he's not had Jefferson for three weeks, and he's won every game. Right, we've still got good guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jordan Addison I, has exploded onto the I, league. He's exploded onto the league average, and yeah. looks so much better than. So much better than half the receivers I, in the league right now. I without getting too, without us getting too argumentative about yeah, this. No. I I can see your point. I can see your point. I, from my opinion, I think it's a, maybe a little bit the other way round. I think Kirk Cousins is quietly one of the yeah. best understated quarterbacks in the league. These these quarterbacks who are going to make bigger plays and look more exciting mm. and stuff like that but Mr. Reliable to me I, I, okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't think he would I mean even in the games he's lost I, like it's not like it's not like they've been shit on offence they've just been outscored haven't they? they they're still putting up 20 20 24 points I think the worst game they had was against the Bears on offence mm. or it might have been week one I think against the Buccaneers I think they only put up 17 points yeah. which two of the two of the uh, touchdowns were from Kirk Cousins himself he, like, in my opinion I think this year he was on for a great um, season he's also never been injured did you know that this is the first time he's ever been injured or missed a game from injury fair enough Mr. And now he's going to miss the entire series. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Reliable with an exploded Achilles. Yeah. yeah. Do you, so, obviously, if we take away that Mr. Reliable trait, yeah. is he in the league next year? That's... that's look, I... <laughs> we've spent a lot of time talking about this. And okay, it's something okay. that I do want to discuss on the All review right. of last week. Because I think it's a very interesting topic. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna. I'm right, gonna. I'm we'll gonna go back to talking about something else. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna leave a little little cliffhanger, but not explain why. And no, I do not think he'll be in the league. And I'm gonna leave it oh, at that. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna leave okay. it at that. All right. For many other reasons, but. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Okay, so we're obviously now gonna go back to talking about Jaron Hall, who's actually come in. Um, it it'll be, it'll be a trial by fire yeah, uh, in this kind of setup. Um, and I say I'm 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 predicting a rough start to Jaron Hall's career. I think he's going to get a lot of pressure. I think the the Falcons would be smarter to blitz more and put him under pressure to see if he can to make any throws. I agree. Um, Force him to throw is is exactly is the best way for them to yeah. go. And typically, when you're talking about a new quarterback in the league, you are going to be relying on those 
running backs. And for the Vikings, the running backs have not been consistent enough this year. Madison looks easy to stop. And Cam Akers is looking like a final sprint kind of guy. Um, so if you can't get down there, Cam Akers is going to be nullified. So I think they're going to, as long as they focus on the up the, uh, the, the Falcons, as long as they focus on like getting and disrupting that run game, pressuring the QB, I think the Falcons can win this easily. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, in in normal terms, you would say stop the pass, stop the running game, making yeah. throw. He's a rookie, but yeah. then you've got to remember what Will did. <laughs> a guy who everyone said is going to be shit, and then just threw the ball around like he'd been doing it all his life. So the yeah, it's a risk, and for some reason, the rookies this year have took being a rookie to a new level. We've seen rookies absolutely flying this year so when they're on the pitch yeah part of me part of me hopes he absolutely hits the ground running but I just can't Mm. see it no especially when you sat under Kirk Cousins that's it that's it (laughs) unfortunately as much respect as I give the guy and I, I think he's been having a fantastic season I don't think there's a lot to learn from someone he's who He's just good at throwing the ball. Okay. He's, so I, I think we've spent too much time on this. We'll I have agree. to just quickly move on. <laughs> I agree, I agree, I agree. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, we've talked about that. We're now going to move on to our second prediction game of the week. We are talking about the Seahawks as they travel to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. And I think this could be a very, very good game. Um Ravens have been looking great going into this. They've been able to get the run game going. They've been able to get under pass game going. The Say Flowers connection is looking great. The Andrews connection is obviously going to be there. And Lamar has been taking a little bit of a step back with his own rushing. But when he's needed to rush, he's been awesome. Yeah. Um, Seahawks seem to have stepped up their defense. Geno has been bouncing back from a little bit of inconsistencies early on. Metcalf's been great, Tyler Lockett's been great, and now Smith and Jigba is emerging as a great receiver um, with Kenneth Walker being that consistent guy. I think this could be one of the most exciting games of the week, and we've already talked about what I think is going to be one of the most exciting game of the week. Um, yeah. How about you, see How do you see this game? I mean, I, I agree it's going to be an exciting one. Seahawks have looked fantastic. Ravens have looked... Yeah. Really, really good. I mean, Seahawks are top of the NFC West now, aren't they? Now we're Forty Niners. Yeah. Lost, so coming, coming. They've already had the bye week. They've got a lot to prove. They've yeah. need to. They're gonna get themselves. I think they're on a roll. They're gonna get on a roll. But you've got the Ravens. You got Lamar Jackson. Talking of boring QBs, probably one of the more exciting QBs in the league. Yeah. I'm not a, a huge. Jackson fan, but maybe that's more jealousy than it is anything else. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. He's, but he's, he's, he's great. He's good at what he does. He can throw a ball. He can rush. Yeah. You can rely on him to do that kind of stuff. And I mean, and we 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 spent a lot of time talking about the offense of the last game, and obviously Baltimore Ravens' offense is great. Like you said, Andrews, mm-hmm. Beckham Junior. Still doing what it needs to do and all, all that yeah. kind of stuff but their defence is ridiculous 
Yeah. They've not allowed a second half touchdown since week three. And that is... Wow, I did not know that. That is mental. That is insanity. That like that shows you how... I mean, those those the second half is usually when, when the touchdowns come in. Yeah. And for them to not be allowing them is crazy. And I mean, they're pretty much full... Fully stacked, no injuries. Bar a couple, I think, on in defence. Mm-hmm. And even even they, they've even got backups who can come in and do a job, like yeah. Van Noy and yeah, and um, people like that. I would just yeah. I mean, their offence is great, but the defence is, I think, is what's winning it and them this year. I agree with you. I agree with you, and I think. The same can be said for the Seahawks in a lot of their games, especially with the, you know, we're going to talk about it more in detail later on uh, for the review. Um, But that last minute interception against the Browns um, was fantastic. And I think, you know, the the, the Seahawks with like the likes of Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner, um, Devin Witherspoon has been an absolute sensation. Um, I think they've been... They're, they're one of the better defences in the league. Um, so this, I think this is going to be a, a, just an incredible game on both sides of the ball. I think, you know, we're going to be seeing truly, you know, two of the best 53 against another. Um, like, in terms of, you know, I say, I think the Ravens, the Seahawks are still going to struggle to get uh, to the Super Bowl against, you know, people who are just outclassing them. But I think these, these are two teams that I think I can go see go into at least, you know, the the second round of the playoffs. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, we made a joke about um, Dolphins and Chiefs being the yeah. AFC yeah. Um, uh, championship game, but I don't see why Ravens can't be there to upset that party because, I mean, yeah. historically they've not been great. Well, with Jackson not being great in the the playoffs, but I don't think that's down to their own fault. They've always come up against teams that have seemed to just play out of their skin for that one game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I honestly, yeah, I don't see how why Ravens can't get to that, um, be one of those, and then Seahawks. They're doing brilliant. I mean, mm. in comparison to last year. Completely mm-hmm. different team, even though yeah, they're not a completely different team. But like, they've yeah. done really, really well in the off Yeah, gotcha. All right, all right, all right. Let's get down to the brass tacks. Yeah. Um, I start. I predicted first last time, so I'm going to let you predict first this time. Uh, Seahawks or Ravens? I'm going to pick, and I'm going to pick because I have a little little fact, and I'm going to pick the Ravens. Okay. Lamar Jackson is seventeen and one against NFC where NFC teams. Okay. That is, that's a big statistic. <laughs> that is that is a a hard stat to uh, then go and back the Seahawks. <laughs> um, and the team they lost to was the Giants, so it could the Seahawks could very well beat them. But he's only ever lost to the Seahawks in the NFC, and that was once uh, to the to the Giants. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So a little fact for you there, just to 
I was hoping you would pick first and you would pick the Seahawks and I'd be like, ha ha. <laughs> well, the thing is, right? The thing is, when you've got a stat line that high, there's going to be a couple of couple of little bits and pieces in there. Well, but, but I, I'm going to throw this out there. Don't forget that the Chiefs lost to the Broncos for the first time in 17 games. That's it. That's it's it. it's yeah. got to end at some point. It has to. Mm-hmm. But 17 and 1 is massive. And do you know when? Do you know when it's going to win? When the Seahawks beat It's going to win this week's <laughs> right now. The Seahawks are taking it. I'm back in the Hawks. Yeah, I mean, I would, look, I, I would love to. I just can't overlook that fact. No, no. The, the thing is, as I say, I, it's one of those games where I do actually think, you know, in realistic terms, I think the Ravens are going to win this. But each week there seem to have been games that look like slam dunks for certain teams. Um, I think that the Ravens are better on both sides of the ball than the Seahawks are because the Seahawks are still in that kind of like post-Russell Wilson find out who we are. They're putting the right bits in the right places. But I just don't think they're there yet. Um, but there's something so exciting about the Seahawks winning. Exactly. That's that's <laughs> it. Right there's there still those bits. You know, there's still those bits where I get really pumped up when Kenneth Walker's running up sort of thing and he's shoulder barged a couple of players out of the way. I do think the Seahawks are, are going to the playoffs. I think they will, you know, I mean, the, 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 they're in the prime position at the moment to take the take that, that, that uh, division. I think the 49ers are going to be able to bounce back from their their um, little troubles at the moment and take the division. But I think the Seahawks, and to be fair, if the Rams can get a little bit of something going, I've said since the start of the season, I think three teams get out of their division. I think it is going to be the Niners, I think it's going to be the Seahawks, and I think it's going to be the Rams. Because I just don't see many teams coming through from other divisions. I agree. So, you know, I, I do think that regardless of how this kind of goes, the, the Seahawks and the Rams are coming out of this division anyway. So I think the Seahawks are going to take it. I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next game, which is going to be the Arizona Cardinals against the Cleveland Browns. Um this this is this is a weird one to talk about a little bit in the terms of especially the Cardinals because there's a lot of questions about who's actually going to be starting this game. Kyler Murray could be set to return, um, but also um, there's there's talk of jo- dropping Josh Dobbs um, for I can't remember what his name is. Now. Clayton like Tune. Third... There you go. Tune. Well, I was going to say. Um, the, the, the... I, like we can cut it out if you want to, but Joshua Dobbs is yep. not a Cardinals player anymore. So to drop there him go. would be <laughs> would be difficult because he plays for the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So no, leave that in. I will more than happily be completely wrong about something. Fair enough. Um, so it'd be Clayton. Because the tune. thing is, as I say, the the thing is, it's gonna be one of those situations where. A lot's going to have happened whilst I was flying and then at work oh, and all that yeah, kind of that, stuff that, that I could not have caught that, up with. That makes, yeah, so, I completely forgot about yeah. that. I didn't mean to, <laughs> to completely call you out about it. Oh, God, no, no, no. no. But for me, that... Sam, yeah. this is one thing you should know when you're on the podcast. If I'm an idiot, call me out. It's great content. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that, that 
shows to me is that maybe Kyler Murray is back. I, I would agree with you. He there's there's some video going around of him practicing, and he looks fully mobile again. Yeah, yeah. The fact that they've happily traded Joshua Joshua Dobbs. Yeah. He's either back this week or he's back next week. I can't imagine they're going to go with Clayton Tune for more than two weeks. Um, yeah. It's maybe because it it might be a case of get the the offer came in for Dobbs, get rid of him, and Clayton Tune plays one game, and we just, I mean. They're one and seven. I can't imagine they're, yeah. they're hoping to pull it back to. I mean, it's still possible. They could go on an amazing run and they could pull it back. Oh, to, yeah. uh, Pull it back to playoffs, but I yeah. imagine trading while they can. Maybe, but yeah, I I see. I, I can see Calamari playing. Yeah, yeah. Like he said, he's he's been mobile. Um, my, my question is: Would you throw Kyler Murray back in against this defense? No, this is this is the point that. I'm going. This is I was going to let you just finish up and wrap yeah. up, but at the end of the day, this Browns defense can destroy lives. They can absolutely ruin lives, and if you've got your quarterback coming back from injury, um, who we know is a very mobile quarterback with an O line that doesn't look fantastic. And an offense that at the moment is is struggling. Put tune in, um, and just hope that you know you don't have to you know have your lives ruined by uh, Miles Garrett and company. Um, because I say at the end of the day, all you're going to do if you throw Kyler Murray out there, you know, still still recovering from an injury, is potentially end his career. Um. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, I say I. I. I personally. Again, I. I never want to encourage teams to play for a loss here, sort of thing. Um, but I think this game is going to be di- very, very difficult for the Cardinals to win. I would throw out a few players that, you know, are rotational guys, are prospect guys, and save, you know, the, the core teamers that you are building around for the next game. Um, you know, trade deadline has passed now, so there's 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 no improving this team. And as you say, you've you've already traded Dobbs away, so the idea that Dobbs is going to be starting is is no longer viable. Um, even though in my head, you know, apparently he's still there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I say it's it's one of those where like this is the the you know we're still talking about PJ Walker. Um, being at the Browns, we're still talking about you know the Browns being a very good team in certain regards, um, but I just don't see the need for the Browns to sweat about this game. No, no, and I think this is a good game for the Browns to have at this time with yeah. Watson out. Yeah, having Walker in, knowing how good the defense is, it, it's going to be good for. PJ Walker, I think it allows the pressure to be off him mm. a tiny bit. Yeah, I say that like he's. 
uh, a rookie. He's not a rookie, but you know what I mean. As, as a backup, he yeah. doesn't have to worry too much because he knows his his, his defense is so reliable. Yeah. You don't you don't want to completely write off a team and say that they're going to lose because anything can happen. But if Cardinals beat the Browns, especially if Kyler Murray doesn't play, it's going to be it'll be a, sh- a shock. It'll be more shocking yeah. than Broncos beating the Chiefs. Oh, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. Um, as I say, I, th- I think it's one of those situations where if PJ Walker comes out looking, you know, not great, but is still able to put points on the board, that's a success for me. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, I think with the Browns, with what the Browns gave up to get to Sean Watson... They still need to keep Deshaun Watson as their starter, even though I think you know they had uh, Jacoby Brissett last year uh, filling in for the games. I think he looked better in a lot of games than Deshaun when he came into it. Um, and now you know PJ Walker has his, his kind of opportunity to throw his name into the the hat um, in case they don't see any improvements at Deshaun. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Deshaun's had a fairly decent start. They're, I mean, their defense has definitely propped this team up a lot more than their offense. He's not. Yeah. He's had a, he's had a decent start, and then I don't think PJ Walker's had the best. But again, it's. I think this is a good no pressure game, and hopefully. Oh Jesus! I was just, I just looked up PJ Walker's stats: one touchdown, mm. five interceptions. Yeah. Not the best, and hopefully this game can put in a bit of confidence for him to yeah. carry on for however long Watson yeah. is out. I think he's only down as questionable now, though, so that maybe he's back next week. Could be, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if I have to pick a winner on this, I think it's going to be the Browns. I think there's... There's not going to be a lot that the, uh, the the Cardinals can do about this, um, and I say I think their their only play now is to kind of lean into the kind of rebuild and and see what they can do next year in the draft. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to move on to our next game. Um, and it is the LA Rams as they come to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Um, both teams were in a bit of trouble last week. Uh, Rams taking a lot of points in that game and not really looking comfortable on offense at all. Packers are in a lot of trouble. Um, and seemingly only making things worse themselves as they trade away one of their best corners. Um, I'm not really happy with it uh, myself. Um, Packers still struggling to put up points in the first half. They managed it this week, which would be their first game in, I think, four games, and they managed to put up points in the first half. It still wasn't enough to beat the Vikings. Um... Rams are just, yeah, like, I think this is another moment where Stafford is questionable because he took a couple of hits to the arm. So we could be seeing 
uh, Brett Rippian coming in. Um, I think for both teams, they're aiming to win this and set themselves up to build momentum. Um, how do you see this one going? No, I mean, these two teams that aren't doing the best that they've been doing in the past. Yeah. You've got, like you said, you've got Green Bay Packers who seem to have got rid of some of the better players and maybe not built in. Um, built upon that. Uh, mm. Rams are down and Matthew Stafford is questionable. I think Puka Nakua is also questionable. Um, not that means they don't play, but it's always something yeah. to look at. And then, yeah, I think I think this both teams will be looking at this game as maybe a shift in momentum. There's uh, both on losing records. Both need to yeah. dig themselves out of the hole, maybe a little bit. Uh, you said it yourself though. Packers traded away a corner. Rasul Douglas. Yeah, and they're coming up against a team with Cooper Cup. Some of the and best. Nakua, yeah. if he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Which could be hard. The, the only thing I must say is I think Rams are quite shallow in the terms of depth at yeah. wide receiver, and I think they've got a couple, maybe three out. So I think. Like I'm not not saying that people play to injure a player, but mm. I, I I think they're struggling at depth for a wide receiver, yeah. so yeah, that can come into a factor as well. With not wanting to maybe pick up an injury within within the worries of so they might not be trying to go for well, we know what he's not he might not be playing, but we know what Stafford's like. He he loves yeah putting his wide receivers in the hospital. Um, so maybe they, they don't go for it as hard as they once did knowing they've mm-hmm. got a few people out but I know you're a Packers fan I can't really see past the Rams winning this one unfortunately it, yeah I mean at the end of the day I've got to accept the situation as it is I'm not going into this with blind faith I will always back my guys so if this was a prediction game, I'd still go in it and say we're gonna win it. Yeah, 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 but I'm I've got to be realistic. You know, what I mean, the, the situation is, we have sixty million in dead cap. We're playing. We're paying people who don't play for us anymore. That's We've crazy. got I think about twenty one million in injury cap, um, with our best left tackle, you know, on the injured reserve list, probably unlikely to pay to play many more games for us. Um, you know, we're still paying the likes of Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, um, I can't remember who else, you know, a couple of those guys we're still paying to play at the Jets. Um, so there's, there's a lot to work through the, 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 the upside is that there are elements to this team that are looking good. You know, Rashawn Gary's just been extended, um, Preston Smith is okay, but you know there are there are doubts there. But then to back that up, we've got Quay Walker. We've got um, you know Lucas Van Ness looks good. We've got our guys on offense. We've got a very young receiving core. But 
you know, there is room for improvement in this case. And I was hoping that there would be some trade deadline stuff that would come in and go, right, we're backing these guys up, we're doing this, we're doing that. It just hasn't happened. So in my head, the front office has already accepted that this is a null and void season as they try and get rid of some dead cap, as they try and, you know, find the guys that they want there for the next three, four years. Yeah, who to grow. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. I so I that. can see, I can see them at the moment. Not again. They're not going to go into. You can tell the way that the guys are in press conferences. They're not going into games hoping to lose them, but they are going into games a bit downtrodden, probably because they don't have the cap to to go out and get anybody. They don't have, um, you know, the guys on their offense at the moment that are absolute playmakers i mean aaron jones is one of the best guys on this on the field at the moment but he is fighting injuries you know went out with a hamstring injury um so there is there is doubts around this team so i've got to be realistic when i talk about my packers in that i think if we do win this game it's going to be a very low scoring game if we win this game it'll be something along the lines of 17 to 14 and you know yeah, probably one of our uh, one of our touchdowns will probably come from the defense. Um, you know what I mean. So this yeah, is where I'm at I, with this team. I can see it. I mean, I know what you mean with a low scoring. I, I mean, the Rams haven't typically been low scoring, but they were also no. they might be out without Stafford. So exactly, you know, and Pukunakua. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, very well could be a low scoring game. I mean, when I say I can't see past the Rams. By no means do I mean that I don't think the Packers will win. Yeah. I, if the Packers win, I'm not going to be, oh my God, this was an upset. It, yeah, it could yeah. go either nobody's, way. But... Nobody's going, now the Packers are an NFC you know, powerhouse. Yeah. They're going to be taken. It's still the Rams who are struggling in this division sort of thing. Yeah. I think there is, there is definite improvements to be made on both sides of these teams. So I think, yeah, yeah, we're going to be looking at two teams struggling. And I say, I think the Rams will use this as a, right, okay, we won this game. We get our players back in. We reload. We go again next week sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Uh, we're going to move on and talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they go to Houston to take on the Texans. Pardon me, sorry. Um, Baker Mayfield, that text, that that Tampa Bay team are looking good in places. Um, I really, I really, really like the Texans this year. They're not winning the games consistently enough, um, but there's something about that team that is like, you know, a lot of people have written us off, but CJ Stroud's our guy. You watch us in the next two, three years, we're coming for you sort of thing. And I really like the fact that they're coming out and, and playing hot sort of thing. Um, how do you see this one going? Uh, I think it's going to be close. Um, mm-hmm. I agree that maybe if we were talking about this game in a couple of years, you would probably be back in the Texans. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> they... They look good in places. CJ Stroud is obviously he's having a great rookie rookie mm-hmm. start. A quarterback, he's doing really really well. 
And then you look at the Buccaneers again there. They're they're a bit hit and miss, aren't they? I think um Yeah. When they win they seem to win well and then when they lose it's like they're a completely different team. Yeah. Uh and they, it's not that they've beat they're not beat bad teams. I like they beat the Saints and they beat yeah. the Vikings, I think was it, and then the Bears. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can argue for the Bears, but it like I don't think and then if I remember, I think they came off a win against the Saints, like like a, a very large margin to then lose to the Detroit Lions in mm-hmm. a very large margin. Which yeah, I mean it might have been after the bye week. That to be fair, but I wouldn't say it's just they're a strange team in the sense that they they I mean they, they, let's talk about them playing the Bills right? They they look good. Mm-hmm. They look good against yeah. the Bills, who you, gotcha. you've got Bills up there as one of the best teams. And if you would have, if we would have been talking about the Bills Buccaneers in a preview, and maybe you talked about this with Smith, that the Bills were a hundred percent shutout, and then there were some parts in the games that you thought, Jesus, Buccaneers, that actually win this. Um, yeah. So I, I, I couldn't write them off, but I'm. I'm with you. I, I like the Texans, and I, I, I'm yeah. holding a bit helpful, as well yeah. as I think they're good enough. I don't think it's all hope. Mm. I, the, I think the, the the Texans get this one, and I think it it'll be an exciting game. It might not be the best game of the week, but I think it's going to be a last play of the game kind of game, and it might swing in the Texans' direction. I can absolutely see it being, you know. I can see it being a, a quite a low-scoring game. I can see it being, you know, three or four points, sorry, three points here, th- seven points there sort of thing, um, going into the fourth quarter. And I can absolutely see it going down to the wire. Um, my trouble is, and I say I I, I completely agree that, that, you know, the Texans are definitely in a position to take it. I think if I'm looking at that, those kind of like, this is the last play of the game, who do I want? throw into who I want Mayfield throw into Evans but no yeah Evans is back now because I know he's injured for a couple of games um and this is this is the thing I can I can just see you know it's 14 14 there's a minute left on the clock you know Rashad White's just ripped off a couple of yards um you know Hail Mary into the end zone Evans is your guy. I can ju- I can see that more than I can see CJ Stroud throw into yeah, no, you are right. Nico Collins or <laughs> yeah. Tank Dell. You know, I... there, there are just guys that I, ju- I just don't think that the Texans have that big play. This is the last play of the game. We need to get this. No, I I, so... I can see I can see your point there. I yeah. I've got to. Like, the only thing that you've got to remember is Baker Mayfield is going to be playing with a knee injury. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's really on that O line to make sure that he doesn't have to move around. Yeah. So. So yeah. There is, there is that, but yeah, I, I see what you mean. I, I, I've said that. I think it's going to be played in the last 
minute one yeah. in the last minute of the game and I think if it is yeah. one in the last minute of the game it is going to be the Buccaneers over the yeah. Texans yeah. Um, especially if you have a look at the schedule I think most of their wins have been undoubted wins haven't they most of the close games they've ended up losing yeah um, yeah yeah they've won by a score or more in every game and then all the games that are within one score they've lost so yeah yeah yeah, yeah see, so th- this is that. this is it. Yeah, this is it. So I think I think if the Texans want to win this game, and I, I you know I think they do, um, they have to they have to rush Mayfield at this point. They have to put him under pressure. They have to make him, you know, either try and throw those fast balls, which you know you've got the receivers there to do. You got Godwin there. You got Rashad White, who's a great outlet. Um, I mean, in in that game against the Bills, he was their top receiver. Um, so there there is ways that the 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 Buccaneers can beat the Blitz, but I think if you know if Mayfield's in this game with a knee injury, all you've got to do is you know do a couple of you know cornerback blitzes or you know safety blitzes or something like that. Just put him under pressure, um, and make him kind of stutter around a bit. I think you're beating him that way. Um, yeah, I mean they're going to so... be relying on Greenard quite a lot for that pressure yeah. I think um, so yeah I, I agree with you there if, they, if they're going to win this game it's going to come down to those QB pressures really isn't it yeah yeah absolutely I think if they do that in the first or first and second quarter they can potentially go up by two scores and then just hold the lead um, but yeah. again it's 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 going to be one of those where the Bucks have got a very much you underdog mentality sort of thing. They're never out of a game, so it could be. And I say Baker Mayfield is is going to, you know, he's going to cripple himself for his team. So if the Buccaneers back him like the Browns should have done, um, Baker will f- literally, you know, chop off his leg for that team. So I think you know that there will be that kind of last man last minute mentality regardless so yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a very interesting game I, I agree and when Baker Mayfield is playing well he's playing well and yeah he, he it can come and go can't he when he, when he plays yeah. well he's he, he, it's not like he's oh he's been playing well for a few weeks he, he can come from nowhere so yeah yeah I agree with you they, they, they've lost three in a row they, they want to come back around it'll put them back on a winning record yeah, yeah I, I see you've convinced me the Buccaneers okay. over the Texans <laughs> you are convinced oh, oh. it feels a little bit special when you do something like that yeah. <laughs> you pulled a bit of magic on me there yeah 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 <laughs> And then they're going to go and lose. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to move on to our next game as uh, the Washington Commanders go to your team, uh, the Patriots of Foxborough. Um, I'm going to let you talk a little bit longer about this one than than interject, but I will say the Commanders looked really bloody exciting last week. I thought Sam Howe was um, a really great starter. And you did have a tough game against the Dolphins. Um, but run me through this game. Convince me that the Patriots are going to win this game. I need to convince myself first. Um, <laughs> let's go into it. We're... 
I'm going to start off by talking about the Commanders before I talk about the Patriots because I might get myself yep. worked up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you said yourself they, they looked really exciting last week. They lost in overtime to probably one of the one of the teams you would expect to see in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> they've got a great yeah they've got a great core of players all looking who all look to be playing well Sam Howell was throwing a ball like we've, like he's he's been doing it all his life last yeah. week did they get 31 points against an Eagles defence? They got 31 points. Sam Howe went 39 of 52 for 397 yards, Jesus four touchdowns, Christ. one interception. That's ridiculous. And, I mean, yeah. and he's, uh, the Eagles defence are no slouches. So no, good no. The fact that they've done... I mean, they're 7-1, aren't they, the, the Eagles? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they look really, really good. There's no doubt about that. He had, I don't know, maybe he drank more orange juice at the weekend. He <laughs> he, he, did, he looked completely different to how he's looked before. The, the team looked yeah. completely different to how they looked before. To, to be fair, I'm saying how it looked different. How it was always... He's, he's, he's from quite well throughout the games. It just seems yeah. like the, the wide receivers maybe weren't putting him away. As well as he was throwing them, but it seems they've they've turned that round now. I mean, even in some of their losses, he's thrown for three hundred eighty yards, yeah. which is ridiculous. Yeah. I think the one place they lack is in rushing. Mm-hmm. And if if we if we hadn't played if if you if you don't if you take out how we played against the Dolphins or how yeah. We looked against the Dolphins. Our forte is defending pass. We are a team that's drilled to defend the pass. We like, yeah. even though we've two and six or whatever, I would still like to say we have one of the best pass defending teams. We get caught out when a team likes to rush and then can also pass. The commander's not great on the rush. Um, they have not been too great on the ground, but the other thing is, is they don't. They have every single receiver has the same amount of level to them as each other. So yeah. I don't think they typically have one target, do they? Which also is something that we sometimes struggle with when teams yeah. have multiple targets. We, we we kind of struggle so it's yeah. it's fifty fifty on that side. Um, but yeah, if you if you put up the Washingtons last week against the Patriots last week, the Washingtons win. Yeah, yeah. If I'm looking at it from a perspective of throughout the season, I would like to think the Patriots win, but I've been bitterly disappointed by them so far. Mm. I say that. I mean, it was it was expected. I, I wasn't expecting the most fantastic season. I probably wasn't expecting two and six. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't expecting something so bad. Our issue is is Matt Jones gets is getting a lot of hate, and I think it's yeah. very very. I think it's in bad taste. I understand why he gets a lot of hate because every 
Patriots quarterback who does poorly after Brady should get a lot of hate. The problem is, <laughs> is it's not his fault. It's the O line. Like, if yeah. you compare it to when we had Jimmy G, who is absolutely shit in the bed at the Raiders. Yeah. And everyone was saying, oh, Jimmy G was better than than Jones has ever been. Yeah, Jimmy G had about 15 seconds in the pocket every single time he got the ball. Yeah. Mac Jones has to throw the ball away in three seconds or get sacked. It's like. I don't think he's. He's not the best. He's not, he's not going to blow anybody away. But I don't think he's the problem. I think we're, sh- I, I think yeah. we're struggling on the O line. Our wide receivers are 50-50 on whether they want to show up to the game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Stevenson's always been a solid running back for us. He yeah. has picked up a couple of injuries, I think, has he, this season. Um, I think you're right, yeah. I think he had a couple of like hamstring pulls, maybe? Yes, question mark. Um, so, I would like to say that we it's a game we can win. It's Again, I'm with you, I'm I'm same as you, I'm always going to back the Patriots, they can beat every single team week in, week out, but taking off my bias head and trying to put on a more subjective head, the Commanders looked fantastic last weekend, if we take out last weekend, we're winning it, without a doubt, the Washington Commanders haven't looked that great, even when they won, they haven't been the best team um, in in the week they've obviously been the best team in that specific game across it in the weekend I would like to say that we won but then when you look at last weekend yeah yeah crazy yeah I, I like I like a lot of what you said there um, and the thing is about Ramondre Stevenson I think is one of your your guys that just no matter what the situation is he wants to turn up and he wants to play and it was one of those things where I actually said if Aaron Jones was out for the year, obviously, because he had in a hamstring pull at the the start of the season. I would have actually been more than happy for them to trade with uh, with New England and get Stevenson over to Green Bay. I think Stevenson is one of those guys that you can rely on to work. Um, and you know, I think there's one of those. It's, there's not a lot of other guys on on your roster, especially on offense, that I would go. I want that guy as well. Maybe only like Hunter Henry or. Or something along that lines. Um, yeah, Mac hope- Jones, I think, was one of those experimental picks sort of thing. It was like, right, let's fly, find the most Tom Brady-esque player and see if we can kind of repeat history. And I don't think it's paid off. No, no, he's, no, he's not. He's not. He's never going to light up the league like no. Tom Brady did. There's, there's, a diff- there's, there's more that goes into it than, yeah. than yeah. just that. He's, he's, not, he's never going to be the same. I mean... He could have an existential crisis and become the next best thing, <laughs> but I, I can't see it. But I just think no. to say that he, the reason we're failing is because we don't have a great quarterback, is is wrong. We yeah. Yeah. we are really struggling on the old line. Yeah, <clears throat> like you said, like, you you look down the roster. There's not one person who stands out as an out and out fantastic player. Stevenson is probably our best, our most exciting player, mm-hmm. and. I don't mean this as disrespect to to him. He's, I think he's great. He's probably my favourite player at the minute. It's just you wouldn't look at this team as a team that can even have a winning season, let alone get into the playoffs. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's a tough one. 
as the Patriots fan, but it's been yeah. a lo- it's been a long time coming. I mean, look at the success that the teams had. This had to come at some point because yeah, yeah. everything catches up with you in the NFL at some point. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think you know, with with the Patriots having those you know excellent years of success. Then with the steps up that the Dolphins took, especially over the last two seasons, the Bills have looked consistently, you know, good uh, for about five years. And then the Jets just made some absolute roster moves at the start and put them, you know, up there to take the division. The Patriots had taken that step out of the limelight. So could have come out as like a, you know, oh, you forgot about us sort of thing. Um but then just just couldn't string together. I mean, there was what those two games in a row where you only put up three points or something like that lines. Um, it wasn't even three. It was a shut. It was three across two games, wasn't it? We got shut yes, out. Yeah, one of them. yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. But, um, but we can't. I mean, we the 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 one thing I, I hold over and I, is. I mean, we, we, we beat the Bills, and I, I, I had this conversation with Smith. He's, before the Bills played, he, he was talking yeah. to me about betting. And I just said, like, yeah. we won't be, like, we always seem to turn up against the Bills. Yeah. Regardless of how we're doing, we always seem to turn up against the Bills. Um, and there's just, we, there's just something about it that if we play like that in every single game. Yeah. We would look. I'm not saying we would be in the winning season, but we would look. Um, our our um, score would look a lot more positive, and that's why I, I hold out hope for us beating teams like Washington Commanders. Because yeah. if we can beat the Bills, yeah, um, then why can't we do the same to the Commanders? But we just yeah, seem it's to be completely that, fair point. It's we just seem to be that point. team who we get shut out by the Saints, but. Score twenty against the Eagles. It's sure, sure. It's we're a strange team. We're in a strange position, a position that's deserved. I hate to say it as a Patriots fan. We deserve to be in this position. You can't not. I mean, look historically across every single team that's had a run of success, they've had to go into a lull for for a a period of time. It's it's how the league works. It's how the league is so successful. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Absolutely. All right. Unfortunately, you've not convinced me, so I'm going to say the the commanders win, um, and then I am going to encourage us to move I, on. I, uh, before we move on, no matter what I said, then you you was always going to pick the commanders. If, no, no. Yeah. I, I <laughs> come on. Unless I come out you, with one of right. my weird facts factoids like I did with you, Lamar Jackson, then you I, had a five percent chance <laughs> of convincing me. <laughs> Um, but the next game is uh, a team that you can never convince me will win anything it's the Chicago Bears as they go to New Orleans to take on the Saints Um, I've no idea I haven't had a chance to look up is Justin Fields back in for this one or is it Badgent again it is um, sorry I think Justin Fields is still down as questionable. I don't think okay. they've made any comment I mean it, as yeah. of yet regarding it. I would say he is out. Um, 
I, I go on, sorry, I was going to cut in with something, but I guess you've got something to say. No, I have nothing. Um, <laughs> I, I was All I was going to say was it is Wednesday um, and these guys don't play till Sunday, so there's plenty of time to, to make a decision on that and keep him as questionable for as long as he needs to. Um, okay, so both teams are coming in, um, you know, with up and down seasons, um, the Saints are four and four. Bears are two and six. Um, Bears had those kind of weird wins that seem to be outliers. Um, but in both the games he's kind of come into, Badgent has looked fairly exciting um, in, in terms of how he's been playing the ball. He's, you know, he had that rough first entry into the game and then has just been kind of okay since. Um, and when talking about the Saints, we're talking about uh, Derek Carr coming from Raiders and then not exactly being the player he needed to be. But Alvin Kamara's back, and he is back with a vengeance sort of thing. Um, he's coming in, really helping out, really helping distract from the likes of Taysom Hill, getting to, uh, who's able to get two touchdowns, um, and Jamal Williams, who's coming in, back from his injury um, and that's not even talking about Rashid uh, Shahid um, who you know three receptions and 153 yards uh, was an incredible incredible guy for this team um, there's not much I have to say about the Bears other than what I've already said so I'm just going to say I think the Saints win this game um, wait, what have you got to say yeah I mean I, you can't put past the Saints yeah, winning this game, the Bears haven't looked great. I don't think. Is it sweat or is it sweet? I don't think he's going to be enough to make a difference. No. Um, I mean, it's it's a decent trade for him for for the Bears. Yeah. Uh, it's what they needed really, but I can't see it making the difference here. Like you said. Badgent looked decent. Whether he'll play is another question. Derek Carr is maybe not the Derek Carr that we once remember, but yeah, you've got you've got players around him who can help. Um, yeah. You like I said, Shaid is or had three of the best receptions you'll ever see. Gotcha. Alvin Kamara had a one shaky week and since then has looked absolutely rock solid mm -hmm. Michael Thomas potentially back this week um, he, he's he's one of those guys that's up and down up and down sort of thing yeah. like ever since he, he came he... back from his massive injury yeah. he's not been able to recapture that form but saying that he was still serviceable last week four receptions for 68 yards yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's what know. I'm saying. I'm not saying he's gonna he's gonna light him up, but yeah, he's not exactly um, dead weight, is he? No, uh, God no. Not so I, even if even with Derek Carr maybe not being the best Derek Carr we've ever seen, mm -hmm. they should have. They should be. I think they should be fine, especially against yeah. the Chicago Bears team. They yeah, should, yeah. and I, I'm I'm sure. Saints, a lot of Saints fans might agree they should have traded for Adams. <laughs> Is it Adams from the Raiders? 
Devontae Adams, yeah. yeah they should have yeah. traded for him. The only reason Devontae Adams is at the Raiders is to play with Derek Carr. Yeah, exactly that. So exactly they sh- that. They should have gone for him, especially with two of their six um, receivers with potential repetitive injuries. Mm-hmm. I would have said it would have been a good move, but yeah. I'm also not the... Um, owner of the Saints so I can't make that no decisions. absolutely absolutely but it is looking that Devontae is really unhappy uh the Raiders so I can you know even though the, the t- trade deadline's done now um I, I think there will still be communications probably going on about as soon as it opens up um after this season I don't think Devontae's there next season I think he's, no, he's no. going somewhere else as soon as as soon as possible. Yeah, and I think someone along the lines of maybe the Saints or yeah. even the Falcons, maybe the Buccaneers. That's an interesting one. The Buccaneers, one of these teams who have yeah. a decent, serviceable quarterback and maybe need some big play players. Yeah. We'll be looking into him. I'm not. You're not going to get someone like Dolphins or the Chiefs going after him, or even the Seahawks. But one thing, the... one team in my hat in my head steps up, and I think it's the Titans. I can see. I can see. Yeah, I can see the Titans potentially yeah. going for him. We're talking a lot yeah. about a non-Saints player in a Saints Bears matchup, yeah. but I can see that completely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we should probably move on um, as we are nearly at, uh, we're at about an hour and a half and we've still got five games to talk about. Let's um, crack them off. Let's whack them off. Uh, okay, so the first of our late window in Sunday, uh, we're talking about the Colts as they go to the Panthers. Um, Panthers getting their first win, but I'm not convinced this is momentum building. Um, I think this was a bit of a fluke game considering how low the score was. Um, don't get me wrong, there are still parts about this uh, Carolina offense that I like. You know, I like that Bryce Young to Thielen connection. I think those two have got a really good thing going. And I like Chuba Hubbard, even though he didn't have. He hasn't had like a standout year so far. Um, the my, my trouble is that I think the Colts have enough with Gardner Minshew, Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss, you know, Pittman on the offense, uh, sorry, in the receiving core, and even, you know, some of those other guys that you're probably not thinking about too much. Um, You know, Alec Pierce had a a really good game um, considering where he's coming. Um, I think that the Colts do enough to win this game. Um, and I think the Panthers are still going to be like looking for uh, something to pick up uh, next year as they kind of work out what they're actually going to get in the draft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I don't think the game too much might be momentum shifting, but this is the game to find out if it was. I mean, yeah, the Colts have the worst defense in the league, I think for letting in points mm-hmm. uh, I don't I mean I think the next best the next worst is the Panthers so I, I, I don't think we're going to see any defensive masterclasses yeah. but I think for 
I agree. I think the Colts will win it, but I think it's a good game for the Panthers to see if what they built in the last game on offense, yeah. even though it was only 15 points, they can try and bring that onto it against the defense that seemed to be very leaky when it comes yeah. to giving out points. Yeah. That being said, the Colts' offense is great. It's not yeah. great. It's it's good enough to to hide the fact that they have such a poor defense. I mean, yeah. they're not on a winning season by all means, but they're not exactly getting absolutely blown out in games and no. losing by every day. I mean, they've lost they lost one of the games by a point, didn't they? Not too long ago, mm-hmm. I think that was against the Browns. I think I, it was. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah. think they 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 put up a silly amount. It was over thirty five points against the best defense in the league. Yeah. I I think yeah they, they've got a good enough offense to mask the fact that they've got a really poor defense. Yeah. The Panthers are fairly poor all the way round, but I, I'd like to see what they can do against a very bad defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to encourage us to move on for that because obviously we, we've we've I think we've covered that really great. Um, we're going to move on to our last prediction game of the week. It is the New York Giants as they go to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Um, this is a difficult one for me to predict. Um, the the big news around the Raiders is they have fired their general manager and their head coach. So typically when you have that sort of thing going on, you're not going to look good in your next game. Yes, um, it's like the opposite in, in, in European football. Usually yeah. you, you get the game after you find your coach have a bounce back, but typically yeah. in the American football world, it, it's the opposite, isn't it? You don't look yeah. as great. Well, this, this is the thing. Um, and, you know... I think they've chosen the right week to do it, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. the Giants in typical Giants this season fashion had seven total receiving yards. Across the whole season. Is that no, this is this is in their in this in their last game it's... have had it's worse than that, you know. Because uh, I'm talking seven, about receiving yards, yeah, but they had interception to bring it back to minus nine passing yards. Minus nine passing yards because of sacks. Yeah. yeah. So for our <laughs> audience members, if you um, if you even looked at a ball this week, you have more passing yards than the New York Giants in week eight. Yeah. And they are... <laughs> and, and that is... I mean that's a terrible stat, but they are probably the worst passing team. Yeah. In the league, it's yeah. not. This was not a one-off either. No. The fact no, that absolutely. they're four and three. Yeah. Is incredible considering how poor. They're are they I mean, four and three. I thought they were two and six. Oh yeah, they're, sorry. The Giants are four and three. I'm thinking of the fucking Jets for some reason. <laughs> I like I got I got completely thrown threw myself down the river there, didn't I? They, yeah. Even so, they, 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 the New York Jets don't have a great passing team. They're only worse people worse than the New York Jets are the New York Giants, but the people yeah. we should be talking about in passing 
is a passing team. New York Jets have a bad passing team. New York Jets yeah. have a worse one. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. So, if anything, the Raiders have chosen the right week to, to clear out their front office because they are playing the Giants. And I just don't see, you know, I say, I thought Terod Taylor was always one of those unlucky quarterbacks who, you know, went to a went to a team, something wrong happened for him, even though he looked really good. Um and and just something went wrong each way. I mean the 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 fact that the Giants in that game put up ten points baffles my mind. Terod Taylor only had seven attempts, completed four of them. Tommy DeVito came in, seven attempts, completed two of them. But their 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 big guy Saquon Barkley, um, thirty-six carries for one hundred twenty-eight yards. Uh, it's just it it boggles my mind what this Giants team is going for. Yeah, and it seems I like just they don't, don't know. know. It seems like they don't know. I mean, yeah, Saquon Barkley is great, absolutely great running back, yeah. and the fact that some weeks they seem to forget that he's great and yeah. just want to sling the ball as much as they can. That's it. Baffles me. They. Is Daniel Jones going to be starting this game instead of the other two? I I mean, if you're a Giants fan, you're bloody hoping so. Because <laughs> it wasn't great. No. Because I think it's... Is Darren Waller's out now, isn't he? Yeah. I think somebody is else went Darren out. Darren Waller's questionable. Tony yeah. Sweeney's out, and I'm sure Barkley is down as questionable. Yeah, yeah. So... If Saquon's out and Darren Waller's out, you are hoping at least Daniel Jones is back in so that he can maybe find Matt Breeder. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not looking great for the Giants. No, no it's really not. I, in both ways, it's a good game for both of them to see yeah. where they lie on the yeah. fence. This, this is literally the game of who's going to be the worst on the day. Because <laughs> I guarantee, unless for some reason, the Giants or the Raiders find a rookie or, you know, Devontae Adams has the game of his career and, say, one team wins by 40 points, nobody is going to feel good about winning this game. No, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? So you look at... Yeah. You look at Raiders and their receiving depth. You, yeah. We talk about how good Adams is or, or should be, but you yeah. look at Jacoby Myers. He's he's, he's great, and mm-hmm. Renfro can, gives them a, 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 another option when the other yeah. two maybe are, are covered. And yeah. the fact that they're struggling when you've you've got people like Jacoby Myers and Devontae yeah. Adams is a testament to probably how bad yeah. they were coached. Um, yeah. Jimmy G can't start next week. No. I don't I don't think they sh- he should be allowed back on the pitch. <laughs> I, for a while I was for a while I was a, I was a, a, a little bit of a Jimmy G fan before he came to the Patriots, I'd like yeah. to add. Um but watching him this year it's been 
it's been terrible. I mean, yeah. If you like, if you are a Raiders fan, you want to see Aiden O'Connell play it. I'm sure. Maybe not. <laughs> I, I just I don't yeah. know. He's he's yeah. he's a rookie, isn't he? And this yeah. this is the time yeah. to maybe start playing your rookie over. Okay. Thirty-one-year-old yeah. Jimmy G's. Yeah. Somehow become gone from taking the 49ers to the Super Bowl to looking like he's never held a football in his life. Yeah, it is difficult. It but is difficult. It, it could be the it could be the football terrorist himself, Josh McDaniels' his fault. Yeah. I, yeah. You, you, it's we'll only find out over these next coming weeks yeah. when we. Yeah. It's, we it's, will. Yeah. I think this is a game for both of them. Like you said, who's going to be worst? will lose the game and maybe the winner yeah. doesn't feel so much like they won the game but they'll enjoy the little boost on their gotcha. stat yeah. sheet yeah um, talking about them clearing house I think I saw something uh, the other day just just after uh, the Raiders fired their, their head coach Josh McDaniels I think the Raiders are now paying something along the lines of 60 million for McDaniels and um, oh, what's his bloody name So, oh, who they got rid of? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the one before McDaniel's? Gruden, John Gruden. They're yeah. now playing, paying something along the lines of like sixty, seventy million for both of those guys to not coach the Raiders. Which, you know, when I talked about the Packers' dead cap. Um, you know, a little bit earlier. I think every team should be paying sixty million to not just McDaniel's ever in the league again. I mean, I'd happily, <laughs> I'd happily take on another like forty million of dead cap for him to not come to the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> any, um, any quickly, anybody you think will make a good replacement? Oh, is it not something you thought about? Um, at the moment, I've not thought about it, um, but I do think. That um, you'll have just an interim head coach. Yeah. Um, potentially, I, I, you know, I would, I would, I would bring in somebody from outside the organization. I would, if I was quite honest with you, I'd bring Basaccia back. I'd try and get Basaccia back from uh, from the Packers um, to come and be our interim head coach. Because at the end of the day, Basaccia actually fucking will will put together a decent game plan on the day. Um, and uh, just actually an cares about team. Just as the interim head coach, yeah, not permanent. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I think you're best off looking for somebody from the college game. I think you know you got those typical names. I mean, I, I think Harbour has um, has declined yeah. an extension, so he could potentially be wanting to come into the NFL. And I think if if you're on the Raiders. I'm bringing him in, but at the end of the day, Basaccia is a safe pair of hands. So yeah. if you're wanting to, wanting to kind of smooth things over as you transition, I think Basaccia is going to be your guy. Um, but as as a as a Packers fan, I do not want Basaccia to go. I yeah. I think it's I think it's uh, a shame that he's still only our um, our special teams head coach. Um, given the Joe Barry situation, I would absolutely get rid of Joe Barry and put Basaccia around that position. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think there's I think there's a lot of options. 
Yeah, I mean, Harbour is a good option. I would look towards maybe the Washington offensive coordinator. Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. 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 He no. Used to be at the Chiefs, he wouldn't be yeah. a bad shout. Or maybe Detroit's offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. This. This. I. There's a. There's a few options for him. I. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't mind your shouts either. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that was just a little tangent I wanted to take. No, I liked it, I liked it. Um, We do have to somehow pick a winner of this game, though. Oh, God, yeah, it's a prediction. Yeah, it is. You can go first. Thanks. The the winner are the people who don't watch the game. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Just to quickly highlight, uh, Smith has actually picked the Raiders for this team, uh, for this game. Um... I've got to go the Giants. I've got to go the Giants. I think ah. they're the the least. I'm I'm with you there. I'm gonna go Giants. You're gonna go Giants. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure the Raiders were picked before the clear out. Probably, I hope yeah. for on Smith in Smith's sake. I hope they were picked before the clear out. I just yeah. see. I just don't see how you manage to get the Raiders playing well no. enough to win, even if they are playing the Giants. Yeah, I, I, I've got no idea. I, I, yeah, it's, it's. Don't get me wrong. I am no, in no way confident that the Giants are going to win. I just, I just cannot pick a team that is currently in self-destruct mode. Um, but yeah, I mean, if any, if if the Raiders are going to win this, I think they win it on defense. Um, I think Max Crosby ruins somebody's day and goes from there. But. I just, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. Um, so yeah, we're going to move on from the potentially the least exciting game of the week to the especially the most exciting game of the late window, um, but has the potential to be an upset sort of thing. Um, we are talking about the Dallas Cowboys as they go to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Um, Dallas coming off of that great win. Eagles coming off of that close win. Um, but both teams are looking. I would say this this is a divisional game, so both teams know each other really well, and both teams are looking really good at the moment. Um, which team stands out to you, and how do you think this game is going to go? Well, so it's a game, yeah, that it's got excitement writ writ all over it. Would um. Not a fan of either team, but I think I'm probably more of a fan of the Eagles yeah. in recent times. I think maybe the fans of the Cowboys bring down the Cowboys. Uh, but my one question mark against the Cowboys is how they perform against the better teams. Yes. They yeah. are very, very, very good against teams that they should be beating. Yeah. When yeah, it comes yeah. to teams that maybe are questionable... Or teams that I can't I can't see the Cowboys ever causing an upset. That being said, if there was a team that they were going to upset, yeah. I could see it being the Eagles. They are this one game away, yeah, from going above them. <laughs> yeah. If they win this game, they will go above the Eagles. On I don't think they will. Well, is it not based on um, no, head head? They'll both go six. No. Oh no, because yeah. Eagles haven't had their bye week yet. 
Exactly. So Sorry, the yeah, Eagles will finish this one seven and yeah. one, and the Cowboys will be six and two. Seven and two versus seven six and two. And two. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, they've not had a bye. But this will put them in prime position. Sorry, to yeah. go past them. So I think if there's an upset for them for, for the Dallas Cowboys, it is against yeah the um the Eagles. But yeah. that being said, the Eagles' defense is ridiculous. Their offense is well. I say the defense is ridiculous. Their defense does enough. They, they know mm-hmm. what they do and they do it well. The offense know what they do and they do it even better. Um, Jalen Hurts is always gonna. He's always got that factor in him, especially when he's thrown to AJ Brown, especially when he's handing off to Swift. You, you can always expect something yeah. from him. You, I, they're not a team that are ever gonna roll over and get no, and just get beat. But that's it. That's it. Um, I completely agree with you. And uh, fun fact for you: the last time this season the Cowboys faced a team that was a bird, they lost it. That was against the Cardinals, wasn't it? It was. It was, and it kind of highlights your point of, you know, this team plays, uh, you know, has the ability to upset themselves more than anything. Um, You know, they had that great week one win and then immediately followed it up with, you know, kind of a poo-poo performance Um, and kind of just been up and down, up and down. But yeah, the majority of their wins have come against bad teams and it's not even like they've they've played convincingly against some of those teams. Um, They only were able to put up, I think it was 20 points against the Chargers. Yeah, exactly. I mean... You you look at if I remember the apps well I do remember they absolutely destroyed the Patriots they, yeah. they made they made a mockery of the Patriots yeah. and then the next week got made a mockery of by the 49ers yeah yeah it's, they are yeah. if they like you look at this and they're gonna lose this game that's that's how I see it but it, mm-hmm. if they're gonna upset anybody it's gonna be the Eagles it has to be. Especially if you look down at their um, schedule, you can't see him upsetting the buff, the Bills or the Dolphins no. or yeah the the Seahawks. You can't see him. You can't see any upsets happening there. No, no. It's just that the Eagles, man. They're too good. Yeah. They're just too good. <laughs> yeah, they're just good. Completely they, agree with you. They like just the team is is stacked. Yeah. Absolutely stats, and they got bloody Julio Jones as a backup. This is it. This is it. I mean, Julio Jones's one reception was a touchdown last week. Yeah, it was Julio Jones in a nutshell, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Um, and say like you know, I think there is there is rotation going to be happening in the next few games of like right okay well Swift's going to get it this week Jones is going to get it next week you go and pass over to here you're going to pass over to there you're going to go here you're going to go there sort of thing I don't think I think this this Eagles team's in it for the long haul um, and I think they can go back to back Super Bowl appearances at the very least um, yeah I, and we've got to also add that they've already they've already got a decent defence and they've just got to yeah. add to Kevin Byrad to that yeah who yeah. is only going to make them better? He comes from Titans, who great defense. I just don't see the Cowboys getting past that because 
I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I think the Cowboys are a great team, and I say I, I've tipped them to go into the into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but I just I just don't think they have enough um, to beat certain teams. Um, and I think this is just one of the teams they're just not going to be able to beat. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, um, you, you look at them on paper as well. They're a great team. Prescott's yeah. a weapon through the air. But he does like to throw an interception every now and then. And if mm-hmm. he's going to throw an interception against anyone, I can see it being the Eagles team. Yeah. But then, yeah, you've got C.D. Lamb, who's great on the ball. Yeah. Pollard, who's great on the ball. They've got a decent, a decent rushing defense with. Well, I say decent. They've got probably one of the best in yeah. Micah Parsons at the minute. Yeah. And he's not the only one, is it? They've got. I don't want to say his name, but Osa, and then they've got Armstrong, who also. I've got a few sacks. I think this season, so yeah. this potential there just the wrong team for them to be beating yeah. I, I think yeah yeah all right fantastic fantastic um we're going to move on to the last game of sunday we're talking about the sunday night games this is the buffalo bills going against the cincinnati bengals um bengals i think i, I just don't trust them enough to continue a run of form at this moment in time. I think they are looking very inconsistent, um, even though they have potentially, you know, a couple of the most exciting um, offensive players in Jamar Chase um, and Mixon. Um, But I just don't know that they've got enough to carry it on. And then Buffalo have just seemed to improved upon improved upon improved in certain aspects um, their offense is still looking a bit shaky, but they've just signed Russell Douglas, um, as I talked about earlier, and I think he's going to play out for them. I think he's going to be a really good player for their secondary. Look, I mean, <clears throat> shall we? Shall I speak with bias or shall I speak level-headed? Uh, I think if you do a minute of bias and then a minute of level-headed... We okay, can the Bengals are going to win because the Buffalo Bills are absolute shit. Okay, yeah. I think Joe Burrow's quite... one of the best quarterbacks in the world. Okay. <laughs> Josh okay. Allen is shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, look, they're in the same league as us and I can't see... They, they, they're great. Uh, the yeah. Bills have been great. Allen, Josh Allen is... I like Josh Allen, and he's playing for a team that I'm supposed to hate. Mm-hmm. I like Josh Allen more than um, Mahomes. I think he's a better quarterback than Mahomes. Mahomes mm-hmm. has a better team around him. Mahomes has these great plays. Do not get me wrong. He can. He is. When he's in a position to win a game, he's he is one of the best. Yeah. I just think, if you were building, the best. If for me personally, if I was building the best team across a full season, I would pick Josh Allen. If I was picking the best team to win one single game, then maybe I'd probably pick um, Patrick Mahomes. Again, okay. It's it's a it's 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 a team. It's 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 probably a controversial opinion. 
Yeah. Considering how good Mahomes has been, he's a record breaker. He's he's done that, but yeah, you've got to look at you've got to look at the. I'm not saying the Bills have the worst team in the world, but look at the plays Patrick Mahomes has around him. It's it's quite it's quite easy to see why he's breaking the records when you you throw into people like Tyree Kill and Kelsey. It's he's got he's basically every single player in their team is a pro ball <laughs> and <laughs> you you can only play with the players you 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 yeah you were you are playing with it's not his fault he's still fantastic I just personally I prefer Josh Allen. That being said, I really like Joe Burrow, and I'm not saying that I think he's the best. There's just something about him. I yeah. think he's he's fantastic. Um, in reality, this season, I think yeah, the Buffalo Bills might edge this one. The Bengals have had a bit of a shift in momentum recently. They they've won three in a row. Yeah, Joe Burrow looked fantastic against the Forty ers or did the 49ers look shit against Bengals? Questionable in each way. Um, but you, we say we say Joe Burrow looked good against the 49ers. Josh Allen looked great against the, the Buccaneers. He looked great yeah. against the Patriots. He looked great against the Giants. He looked great against the Jaguars. He looked great against the Dolphins. Like, it's it's got to be the, the Bills, hasn't it? It has to be. It has to be. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't, and uh, we've only talked about. I've all sorry. We. I say we. I've only talked about the quarterbacks because I think, in my personal opinion, they're two of my favourite quarterbacks of recent time. Mm-hmm. But then you look at the depth, like you said. You, you've got Joe Mixon. You've got Jamar Chase, Mister Always Open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you've got Stefan Diggs. Even James Cook is doing well. Um, you've got you go over to the defence and the Bills you've got Von Miller who's playing absolutely I mean he always plays well no um, you've got Floyd who's I mean they've got they've got three people over five sacks haven't they in, in the Bills already and yeah which is I think that's mental and then you've got Bernard, who's who's great at linebacker. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a great. I think it's gonna be a great game. I just don't think it's the right game for the Bengals right now. I yeah, I'm, I'm in, I mean, yeah, I'm in that same mindset. Um, I think there's there's the, the, the trouble is that AFC North is potentially one of the most consistent divisions in football the ravens are consistently good i mean we've talked about it on the podcast before the steelers will consistently look average but get a winning season the bengals the most recently have been to the super bowl sort of thing they had a bit of a dip last year but are still a great team and then you've got the browns in there as well who you know I, I love to hate in some regards um, because they just have been all over the place. Um, but I just, yeah, they, they, they've made some bad decisions on who they're allowing on the team, in my opinion. But they, 
you know, when I was first watching the NFL, the Browns were a winless team for almost two seasons, and then they bounced back. So they were really exciting for me to watch. Um, so I say I think they're one of the most consistent divisions in football. I just don't think there's enough there for me to to back their teams consistently enough. Yeah, yeah, I I I know what you mean the the, mm. the, the AFC. I think. The Bengals are bottom of their league, and I don't think it's because they're poor. I think they're in a tough league. Yeah. Probably the toughest one in the AFC at the minute. Yeah. Um, I just see it as a point of the Bengals are great and everything they're great at. The Buffalo Bills are a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you, you just, I mean, if you look at stats, just um, Burroughs throwing great. Allen's throwing better. Yeah. Um, Mixon is rushing great. James Cook is rushing better. Mm-hmm. Chase is receiving great. Dix is receiving better. It's <laughs> just yeah. like... Yeah, absolutely. Everything is, is a bit of everything you can do. I can do a bit better. Yeah. And yeah, I think if, if the Bengals win, it might be considered a bit of an upset. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't just completely count them out. They seem to have turned it around a little bit so far. Yeah, that's fair. That's completely fair. Um, just wanted to point out, uh, I'm currently looking at the playoff picture just as some because obviously we're getting to that point now where games are st- going to start mattering about who's going to be knocked out. I'm not going to start going through it now. Um, but the Bengals are currently the ninth seed, so to speak. Um, yeah. They are against... They are ahead... Uh, obviously, you know, based on the seedings at the moment, the the winner of each division or the current winner of each division is automatically in the playoffs. Yeah. The entirety of the AFC West, who's not in first place, so the Broncos, Raiders and Chargers, the Bengals were above them. And yeah. then it's the entirety of the AFC South, so the Titans, the Texans and the Colts. The Bengals, even though they're last place... In the AFC North are ahead of all of them, so yeah. <laughs> yeah I'd say when you're talking about the, consi- the the consistency of the AFC North, they are the worst team currently in the North, but they're like the ninth best team in the AFC altogether. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's gonna come down to when they play the. I think they have a run of a couple of games against in their league, don't they? They play yeah. the Ravens and the Steelers. Yeah. It's going to come down to those games who, yeah. well, maybe not the Ravens, but it's going to come down to the divisional matchups. Yeah, gotcha. Absolutely. Because they're doing well. And I have a soft spot for the Bengals. It's it's wrong to say you have a second team, <laughs> but I do have a soft spot for the Bengals. So I'd like to see them do well. Okay, okay. Especially against the Bills. <laughs> yeah, that'd be ideal for you, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, well, we're not getting to the playoffs this year, no. so it doesn't really matter too much to me. No, but... I, I, I didn't want to bring it up, but uh, the Patriots are currently the 16th seed in the AFC. <laughs> hmm, I wonder why. You might I wonder why. Six. Um, fantastic. All right. Um, so yeah, we're going to move on to talk about the Monday night game, the final game of the week, and it is the. Los Angeles Chargers as they go to MetLife Stadium to take on the Jets. 
um, who had that incredibly unconvincing win against the Giants. Um, the Chargers are winning against the Bears. You can't really say too much about that because of the Bears situation being a terrible team. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, as you can tell, I've gone into this being completely unbiased as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the thing is, I'll say about the, the Chargers, and I've said it quite a few times, is that even when they lose, the Chargers look exciting. Um, yeah, that's, I, that's true. Justin Herbert is... It's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you there. Yeah. Um, and then the Jets are... The Jets are one of those teams that on paper, they're fucking stacked, so should not be losing a lot of games. You know, Brees Hall, as a running back, should not be stopped, but he only got 17 yards over 12 carries last week. Garrett Wilson is another guy that just you look at him and you go, he should not be able to be stopped in in you know one on one situations. Dalvin Cook, Xavier Gibson has had incredibly explosive plays. Um, Alan Lazard had I think his best game for um, a best game for the Jets so far, but again <coughs> he really managed to put up thirteen points. Yeah. In that game, there was more punts than there was points. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, the depth chart of the Jets looks great. I mean, if you've got Dalvin, Dalvin Cook as your backup running back, you know mm-hmm. you're doing something right. Dodger. Um, that being said, if if you look statistically, you, you would have the Chargers to win this game. Yes. Statistically, you would have the Chargers. Like you said, they've always looked exciting. Yeah. But isn't that when the Jets win? <laughs> I, this this is this is the thing. Is, isn't that the games that the Jets win? They lose the games that maybe you would expect them to get something out of, and then they beat the Eagles. Yeah. And the Bills. Yeah. And yeah. the Broncos. This this is exactly what I was going to say. The thing is, I don't think it's going to be a case of the Jets are going to win this game. I think that somehow the the Chargers are just going to throw this game away, and that's that's where their big problem is in those games where. You know, they do go in as the clear favourites. They do go in as this, that, and the other. And they, you know, I really don't think they're the clear favourites going into this game. Um, I think they are... I don't know. I think this is either going to be an incredibly exciting game where one team wins 43-40 to 40 or some shit like that. <laughs> or it's going to repeat a repeat of the Jets' last game. You know they win ten to thirteen, um, so I just don't know how it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird one. If you again, you don't. I don't. I don't want to be one of those people who who's like you base all your opinions on stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stats don't tell the full story because no. if you look at last week's game and you look at the stats that Jets put up, you wouldn't have guessed that they only scored thirteen points. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, what 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 was like? He threw he threw for over two hundred yards, didn't he? So Zach Wilson went seventeen of thirty six for two hundred and forty yards and a touchdown. That that is not a thirteen point game. No, God no, no, hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's, it's just on it's purely crazy. on yardage alone. You have thrown 
two and a half times the field. That should be a 14-point game or a 17-point game at the very minimum. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird one, and you said it yourself. The the depth chart of the Jets is stacked. They should yeah. be doing a lot better than yeah. they should. Um, even with Zach Wilson at the helm yeah. rather than Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he, Aaron Rodgers is still going to be useful there. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter, does he? He's, he's still got he's still got his brain. He can still. Yeah. Yeah. help Zach Wilson yeah. be the best quarterback he can be and who better in this current time to be the person telling you how to play your game than oh, God, yeah. Aaron Rodgers I yeah. mean so you, even without him even with him out the team is still looking fantastic yeah. and yet they're losing games mm-hmm. to the Patriots yeah 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 <laughs> but they're beating the Eagles and the this is it. It's, this is it. And this is this is when I look at it, and I, I, like I said, you look at the stats and you look at everything. The Chargers have to be the winning team, but then yeah. the Jets. These are the games that they win. I don't know yeah. what it is. Every single week, it seems that, or every single time they win, it seems that they've, they've caused an upset, and everyone's absolutely shocked. Yeah. Should we be shocked anymore? They are on a winning, yeah. winning streak. It, but again, it's just one of those things. I just. Again, it's one of those where if this was a prediction game, I'd be saying the Chargers because I just could yeah. not trust the Jets. I know. I mean, they've got one of the worst passing yards. I know it's the backup quarterback. They've got one yeah. of the worst packing passing yards. We spoke about this earlier when I thought I was talking about the Giants. Mm. They've got one of the worst passing yardage yeah. in the game. The, in the, the worst thing is, can you even call Zach Wilson the backup? Because he started the last, what, now. two years? For the yeah. Jets, he was the only the backup because they traded for Aaron Rodgers. That, no, you, you know, and you, then you, even in his first game where he wasn't the starter, Zach Wilson then came in and took the majority of snaps. So it it feels wrong to call him the backup. But as soon as Aaron yeah, Rodgers is yeah. healthy, Zach Wilson is the backup. Yeah, I mean the and the fact that Aaron Rodgers went out and they they went on to win. Yeah. Against the Bills is is mental. Like yeah, like yeah. you said, it's not it's not like Wilson's this 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 enigma to the sport. Who this yeah. is his first game and they test the new things. He's been there. Exactly. He's done that. He, he, yeah. You know how he plays. He knows how to play. And the only, yeah. the benefit is he's now got the best quarter, one of the best quarterbacks ever. Yeah. If not and he's the got best so quarterback many ever. Weapons. He's got yeah. so many fucking weapons. He should he's not be so. Yeah. I and mean, he has yeah. got a lot of weapons. It's. Yeah. They should be a team with a better record than they have. Yeah. But the same could be said for the Chargers. The Chargers oh, yeah. could easily have a better record. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm flabbergasted by. I say it's one of those games again. I'm just, I just don't know how it's going to go. They've, they've um, lost, the Chargers have lost three, the three of their four losses have come within three points. Yeah. Yeah. Which is mental. Yeah. Um. I, I'm more than happy to leave this one open. I don't think I, I don't I don't want to pick a winner on this one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to. No, <laughs> so. I, don't, I don't. You're right. Um, 
So before we finish off this episode, just to highlight, if you've not heard your team mentioned, that's potentially because they're on bye week. Uh, the teams on bye this week are the Jacksonville Jaguars, the San Francisco 49ers, the Detroit Lions, and the Denver Broncos. Um, yeah. Looking to let looking to gain some momentum and uh, come back healthier next week. Um, thank you so much, Sam, for joining me and filling in for Spitz Spot um, as we just quickly recap uh, our predictions for this week. So, with the Dolphins at Chiefs in Frankfurt, uh, Smith has gone Chiefs. I have gone Dolphins, and you have also gone Dolphins. Yeah. Um, Seahawks at Ravens. Smith went Ravens. I went Seahawks. You went Ravens. And finally, the Giants at Raiders. Smith has gone Raiders. I have gone Giants, and you have joined me on the Giants. Um, yeah. I say it's been awesome to have you on. Uh, we're going to have uh, you back on for the review episode. Yes, I and, believe so. Yeah. And as you said, you are doing the socials of the stats for our social pages. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for growing into a role in the in the Brickcave Bits podcast. I'm really enjoying having you here. No, and thank you for having me on. I enjoy doing the stat page. I enjoy the few recordings we have yeah. had. So again, happy to be on. Looking forward to doing the review. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. So uh, I'm just going to go through and do what we usually do on the outro. I have been your host, as usual, the unusual Greg, unusual underscore Greg on Twitter and Instagram. He has been... Sam. <laughs> Sam Lovett. Do you want to plug your I'm, socials? or I lead quite a private life. I lead a private so life, so don't follow I'm him I'm happy on to keep anything. that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> but where you should follow is at BrickKBlitz on Twitter and Instagram, and you'll see Sam Stats. Um, so there, yeah. that's where you can follow him. Um <laughs> okay fantastic uh, if you've enjoyed this don't forget to check out the review coming soon from myself it's go Pat go Brick Pick Blitz beautiful <laughs>